Welcome to my podcast, Chatting Up with Dauhi. With this podcast of mine, I want to reach out to people who have made an impact and talk to them about them for a change. Not their careers or achievements, but what it is about them that makes them tick. A casual chat up about how it is like outside of the life we don't get to see. So join me on this new journey and let's have a free spirited laugh ride together. When I first started my podcast, I was clear I wanted to bring on impactful people who had a powerful story to share. And when it's a woman, it's all the more interesting because there's so much you can take away from. Today on the podcast with me is one such lady who's broken a lot of stereotypes to achieve what she has. Breaking away from conventions, my guest today is in fact the first lady in the UAE in her field of interest. My guest, Suad Al-Shamsi, is UAE's first female aeronautical engineer, passionate about technology and research. She's currently spearheading the team to launch the world's third largest airport in Abu Dhabi. Thank you so much for joining me today, Suad. I'm so glad it's you're here. It's my pleasure being with you and thank you for this introduction. So, Suad, UAE's first female aeronautical engineer. Ideally, we look at other people and understand, okay, this is what we want to do. But in this case, you know, you are the one setting examples for the upcoming female generation. How does that feel? I feel proud. It's not because I'm the first one. Usually I do believe that, yeah, it's very nice. You feel very passionate about being a first, but to continue in the field is the important. Um, yes. I'm proud of a lot of ladies. It's actually in the field, in the aviation industry, either aeronautical engineer, either uh, a pilot, any woman uh, following her passion, her dream, I'm proud of her. I'm being the first to show the industry the aviation industry to show the people around us that the woman can be whatever she wants to be and follow her dream and continue progressing, continue succeed, continue doing what she loves to do. So I think this is the moment I keep saying, completing the field 16 years, uh, show me that I took the right decision. I had the biggest passion and love and a dream that I follow and still continue that this is I'm proud to say yes I did well and I want to continue in this field yeah because like you said you know we see a lot of women they do initially they start out uh, you know flying initially but then the interest just wades off but uh, you've been in this field consistently and empowering more people for 16 years no less that is something. This is this is the important. Always, I said, if you dream it, you can do it, and you can achieve it, and you can continue. Like a lot of, uh, as you said, not only women, even a man, they dream about something, they start, and then they give up. Which is that the most important uh, for the right role model, the yeah. right person, mm -hmm. the right leader, that to continue. If you will ask the person, like if many people when they ask me. I'm still passionate about the, the aviation industry. I always say it's, it's my DNA. Mm -hmm. So I think this is the correct thing to say that this is my dream and this is my career path and this is my life. Yeah. So as growing up, did you see anyone in this field or did you have anyone in your family doing this? Or is it this something that- uh, None, none of my in? family. My family, they are either in medical oh, okay. or the politics um, law side. So, um, oh, this is a completely different. Be, it's completely different. They were telling me that you're so crazy, you cannot do it. And um, because you are a woman, and I'm talking about yes. more than 20 years, 21 years exactly, yeah. when I decided to be an aeronautical engineer. And actually, they stopped this thing. It should be, uh, how I can say it, people will not believe it. 
people yeah. will, will uh, never believe that you can do it mm-hmm. or you can uh, be a woman in this field. Yeah. So my consideration is to show the world that we can do it. Mm-hmm. We are able to continue. We will able to be a woman in a field is different, uh, monopoly by a man. Mm-hmm. And I always say, when, when I decided to be an aeronautical engineer, people say it's only for men. And I was yeah. telling them, give me a dictionary give me a policy, say it's women cannot allow to be in this field. And I think it's been changed with this 21 year has been changed totally. Totally. Yeah. Also the fact that, you know, we are from this beautiful country, you know, in UAE, you see that everything is possible for women. I I think uh, UAE, United Arab Emirates, give a good example for worldwide that they are empowering women. They are encouraging women to be in any field, not as a local only or Emirati woman, even the expat. I think we are all equal in this. Yes, yes. I'm I'm definitely blessed to be a part of this country. So, but you were saying also that you had the ruling, uh, the Sheikh Mohammed himself call you and in fact, encourage you to follow your passion. Uh, So actually what has happened that when I decided to be an aeronautical engineer, uh, there were not any university accepting me to be in in, in the field or study aeronautical engineering in UAE. I'm talking about 21 years, which is that everything's been changed. Which, when you know each door, each organization, they are laughing at you, that you are dreaming, you cannot do it, and all of this. So I decided that no. I will never accept the rejection. I need to fight for it. So year, month after month, people like Suad, you have to pick up uh, and you have to study another things. So one day I was running away from the university and I went to the garage, car garage to fix a car. And, and I met a guy and he told me, as a local, what are you doing here? And I told him about the, my story and no one accept me. And he said, why don't you call the Ruki Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid? Wow. And, to be honest, it was an opportunity that this guy gave me his phone to call his highness. And he said, either take it, either leave it. And this is the only opportunity which I said will never be come back. So I called his highness and I told him, your daughter, so I Shamsi, I've been graduated from high school with this person and I want to be an aeronautical engineer. And he asked me why. And I said, it's my dream. And I remember, uh, he closed the phone and I thought that this is the end. I cannot follow my dream. Uh, after 10 days, I received a an, an, uh, call from Adad Al-Qaeda. It's a program under his highness and it's actually been supported by his own money. And they said, prepare yourself. You've been accepted to travel to UK to study. Wow. And um, he was the big support to to make my dream true after God, yes. Which other country does that? We, we see the leaders here, they reach out to their citizens, you know, to assure them that they're taken care of. You know, they I, are the real fathers for us. Like after exactly. our own father, our yes. ruler, our government, even Her Highness Sheikh Fatma bin Timbarak, they are supporting the women. Yeah. With, our, with our saying, what is it your dream or what you want to be? Every day we see a new major, a new woman, she succeeds in this country. And we have this opportunity. We are thankful for it. Absolutely. You know, because I've not seen any other country where the leaders, in fact, you know, reach out to their citizens or in fact, in this case, expats as well. I tell my friends, if this country is giving out citizenship, you know, I'll be the first in line. And and let's be honest here, nothing like we are all equal. 
yeah. we you have the right i have the right and i think you are you are an intolerance uh, country which is a multicultural multi-religion accepting everyone we are living together connect together supporting each other so i think we are in the right country alhamdulillah 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 so what are some of the experiences that you know shaped the life decisions that you made like and at least you know to begin with uh, to get to the aeronautical engineering what so, as what i mentioned it? it's a starting starting from 21 years which is that make me reach my dream fight for it even in the uk they were not accepting women to be an aeronautical engineer. Oh, really? And I was fighting with the teacher that to accept me as a student. Year after year, when you graduate is the starting real life, that the education side, it's help you to reach your mm-hmm. dream, but to continue in the career, you have to let the man accept you. So and when I uh, entered to, to, to the company, a lot of men, they were rejecting what she's doing. She will uh, increase our job. So you have to change the mentality of the people. You have to encourage them to support you, which I always say it. you have to be the same level with other people. You have to understand their emotionally, mentality. Then you can work with them. Uh, to be an aeronautical engineer, it's not easy. It's not a, an office uh, job. You have to be in the field, different environment, different timing, wearing uniform, everything like a new life. So when you enter to the hangar or the side, you have to remove the hat that you are a daughter or a wife or a sister or whatever woman you are, and you become an engineer equal to the man. So you have to be the same as the man in the world. And maybe you work more than the man to show the people you are in the right place. So usually you see a lot of women in this field doing double job, increasing the timing to be able, capable, and show the, the environment or the man surrounding them that yes, we are in the right place. Mm-hmm. So, like we know that consistently, UAE is changing the narrative, at least in the Middle East, for women working in this field. You know, it's it's a predominantly, like you said, a predominantly male-dominated field. So, but then when yes. you face these setbacks, how do you work on them? Like, do you channel that uh, internally, or is there someone that helps you get through all these, you know, setbacks? Well, what I did that I consider them as a family. When you treat people as a family, they will emotionally change. So I try to understand each man mentality. Mm-hmm. I start to understand their background, their religion, uh, their culture, because in the environment, it's a multicultural. They are coming from different countries. If I will name it, a lot of countries, either Europe, Asia, Africa, so are different. So I should understand about their culture, what they are eating, what they are loving, and answers as, as well to understand the age of this man, because a lot of men, they are more expert than me for 30 years, 20 years, I'm the youngest. So you have to ex- respect them, accept their knowledge, take it from their experience and learn from them. So this is what I done. As soon as I enter to the hunger, I make myself different family. I'm with the, the different family, not my own family. And this helped me a lot to take over and be continuing as many as I can. You know, so many things as a lady that you have to think about, right? To yes. It's quite and a- this is what I said, ladies, it's a multitask. So this is yeah, exactly. true. Exactly. I mean, like, you know, look at all of that, the, all the intricate details that you have to get into to actually feel yeah. one of the Yes. So you are also doing so much, you know, beyond aeronautical engineering. You have your own uh, organization, Learn to Live. So what does that do? 
But wait, I have two things to do. Uh, we have an organization, Learn to Live, which is it supporting the new generation, uh, women and men, they are struggling either in the education side or in the career. And it's more consulting them, helping them and giving a lot of lecture. We give to the university, to school, and we do it as individual by person as best it was. And learn to live, it's not only in the as aviation industry, either in your career, other in balancing your life, because a lot of people think like, if I will give a lot for my work, I will miss my family. And if I do a lot focusing on my family, I will miss my career. And we help them how to balance their career and their life uh, through the workshop and uh, coaching. And uh, sometimes we give a lecture online, depend on the requirement. Other organization, it's a non-profit organization called Women in Aviation. We are a group of five ladies from different country from different backgrounds in the aviation industry. And yearly we give one scholarship to one student as a woman, we help them. We do in a conference which we uh, are discussing in a yearly, what the challenges and how overcome those challenges. So this is what I'm doing right now. Plus I'm a writer, I have five novels. Yes. Uh, in Arabic, uh, one of them has been translated to English and become published in, in September time. So both your organizations, Learn to Live and the other one, it's it's your way of giving back, I believe. Yes, it is. Like it is. It's where you're letting the, the younger generation to dream and achieve them. To dream and follow and achieve, yes. Yes, absolutely. So I also saw that, uh, seeing that you've written a few novels and unfortunately, since they're in Arabic, I haven't been able to get yes. hands on them. But yeah. English so how do you find this passion? Which is so well, it's given me relief. To be honest, too, it's my hobby. It's writing and uh, reading. And it's make me relieve and feel like, yes, I'm a normal away from the stress of the work, from the life. And I'm a person who loves books a lot more than uh, watching TV. So I think this is my hobby. And I love to do it. It's a yearly and or um, reading a lot of books here, yes. I've seen uh, a few of your titles, you know, they're very interesting, you know, one which really caught the one it's been uh, actually two, it's been translated and I promise I'll send you one, it's called Barcard and the other one, how to kill your man with yes, no evidence. That, this is been, one, yes. that has really caught my attention, you know, how to kill your man and without, and without evidence too. So are, <laughs> so are any of these stories, you know, driven by real life experiences? Well, all, all my story is a, a real life uh, story. And what make me write about how to kill your man with no evidence? As my field in 16 years, I'm working with 99% men. Okay. And you know, when you, you sit in the rest time and, and uh, chat with them, you see how they are complaining about the woman. And I understand something. Um, I understood something for years. Like when we see any cases, we always hear the woman and wow, she, we feel sorry about the woman and the devil in the story, always the man. I'm not saying they're not people, they are, but sometimes the women are. So what I plan to do in uh, how to kill your man with no evidence to make the woman understand the mentality and the emotionally of the man and make them understand that the man, as you have a heart and a feeling he has, but he don't talk. Usually a lot of men, they want the life to carry on. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I try, I try from those, it's a 12 story. Uh, to hear the voice of the woman and the man in this story, not only one side. So you're giving the, the man's perspective over here in this book? Both sides, the man and the woman. 
rather than we are always buying a book hearing only the woman or a man so we make it in one book yes but that's a very interesting title you know that is a book i would definitely look forward to i will send it to you definitely <laughs> in september so and also this uh, lovers between egypt and dubai and then there is crazy crazy world so it is a crazy world that definitely you are in because you know with all the noise and chaos let's 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 be honest with the craziness we need it in our life uh, the other team life it's make us continue and achieve a lot of things rather than if you see a lot of people as living as a routine life what they do they feel boring and usually yeah. we can hear them i feel boring uh, i forget about myself and from l to l uh, what we do like we try to let people to focus in their prioritizing what they need for they need in the life like you are a, a a wife like you are a mother people think if you succeed in your career you will forget about your husband you will yeah. not take care about your kids and from l to l i give lecture how to balance in the life from my social media i showed them that okay if i born as a leader i continue in my field i'm passionate about my field i'm passionate about my family yeah. so this is what we i am trying now through the social media to show the people that a lot of you you me a lot of women we are succeeding in our career but we have a nice family we yeah. uh we love our family we can continue and again we can take a care of ourselves i think this is the most yeah. important topic right now we need to focus on all as a woman and connect and, and support each other in this thing yeah. because women are able to balance so many roles together like being a mother yes. a daughter being a wife and taking care of your two, two beautiful boys like what is your let's, secret let's, to managing them all so well well what is my secret i always say it's very easy be passionate about everything in your life i'm okay. passionate about my coffee my uh, dress i'm wearing i'm appreciate god that he give me the capability to wake up today and to see my kids to see my loving one to see my family to see uh, go to work and if you think about what you have and other may not have you will appreciate what you are having and will continue doing what you can do in high level quality and you will love it but a lot of people always looking what other person have and forget what they are having yes. so i think it's important see your your surrounding life see your surrounding what you have and appreciate that what you are having so this is the the main secret succeed life women should we born to be multitask the man he focus in one line but the woman she can be uh working she can answer the phone she can cook she can answer the kids she's she born the god give her the capability to be multitask but a lot of women forget that and they get depressed they lose their emotion they lose their life maybe they ask for divorce or they quit career and usually they forget their life they forget about their self so i always say once a week you need to have a time i'm not saying full day couple of hours by yourself this yeah. is my time when i do a reading having a nice cup of coffee away from everyone clearing my my mind from thinking about anything and this couple of hours give me like recharging and energy to continue so i think this is the secret i'm using and it's, it's i give it to a lot of women and help them a lot yes yes you prioritizing yourself that me time is everything you know amidst all the chaos to be able to find time for yourself yes it should be it should be so is that when you find time for your writing 
this well my writing it's sometimes it's come when i'm driving if i'm in the middle of some of things i i have idea i put it in the notes so you can yeah. find my notes everywhere yeah. but uh this time it's keep me to energy myself and focus and start the good a new week yeah because ideally we would think when we are writing a book you know because it is taking us to another realm altogether because yes. it's where we need quiet we are working out characters in our head but you you seem to be doing it amidst all the chaos in your field well it's see it depends on the writer for me when idea has come to me you i try to make as much like yeah i put it in my my laptop and in my phone and in the end of the day night time i kept writing it and yeah. a person is like old fashioned i like writing by the pencil and then i translate it to to uh the word and i think this is the thing when you write it by your pen it's it's got you all the emotion and it's you will smoothly write it yeah. so yeah i do like i write it in every note and in the night i put it in the words and it's helped me a lot yeah to do this so i when i have i find it more emotional and more attaching attached you know when i actually write yes. it down rather than type it and i keep telling my kids but the kids today you know they find it so hard to take a pencil and paper it's the problem with with the new generation because they use a lot of the laptop and ipad you can see their hand is not very strong so for me i i ask my kids every day you have to do drawing you have to do writing yes. practice how and this is it will give them connect to be away from the technology yes we are happy with the technology but the right time is need to be away not everything yeah. over the screen i think it's affecting their mind and i i try to push them away little bit yeah from it this quite unfortunate in times like these you know what can we do what can the kids do you know we cannot even blame them but but it's the times that are such yes you are right so looking okay. back so are you today where you dreamt to be as a child did you achieve all that you wanted as a child yes to be honest i did but i'm planning to do more i think we are capable to give more and this is the time we need to help other to to reach for their dream so that must be a good feeling and to tell your kids as well to show them that yes i am happy that i'm supporting yes i'm happy that i'm supporting them to reach their dream i'm helping other people to to reach to their dream and i think this is the time we we need to focus as a person together that the time when we retired and you say yes i'll help a lot of people i think this is the right time we need to say yes i am there Yeah. so because tomorrow another people will come and another people will come and i think this is the right time to show it we are there to support you because when when we reach a position we never get a support from anyone except our family yes yeah you always mention so this your mom and your husband all have been yes we need this yeah so as much as we say like we're independent we can do all of it it's always nice to know that they're cheering you on because otherwise your mind as much as you want to do it's still at the back of the mind because what i always say if we do it right now and we see the result in the future we'll be happy that all this year is not being spoiled or yeah. removed yes yeah. yes so any new uh, habits that you've developed uh, along the way Well my habit always like the same for many years starting my day at 5 in the morning reading the newspaper my cup of coffee I'm addicted to coffee mm-hmm. and then starting my day I wish that I can change it to during uh, the weekend and my off day but I I I love to wake up early maybe the new habit that I start watching tv 
which uh, many years I was rejecting. But with the COVID, yes, we start, I start doing little bit. Because when you're stuck at home, you have to have some outlet. Yes, we have to. We have to. Yeah. So now let's move on to our fun segment. Uh, you know, I just need okay. answers right off the top of your head. Okay. Okay. So, so with all that you do, you know, you come across as a very intense person, you know, intense career. So on a scale of one to 10, how fun are you really uh, to hang out with? <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I would say four and five. Uh, but it's been changed nowadays a lot has been changed like um, especially when I have my kids right now uh, I think they make me more fun Um, I used to be very strict person I have very strict schedule but when I I have my first son and the second one um, I've been less strict and having more fun more crazy thing and I became childish a yeah. little bit in some of the situation which is it increase yes the percentage is increased yes and that's increased to a five now yes yes to be honest with this couple of years has been changed yeah. i'm trying to be more fun more than workaholic what is happiness for you happiness for me uh, it's um the family Big. my family it's uh, the main happiness for me it's surrounding with my both kids, my loving person, uh, my mother, my sister and brother. I think to, to with the situation of the life and how busy we are, I think to have them surrounding you and supporting you, it's make you happy. Uh, I think this is the happiness for me and a cup of coffee, it's make me very happy. Okay. So just, just to go back a little bit, how supportive were your brothers with your choice? In the well, to, to be honest, one of my brother, he was so scared because I had to fly away and I yes. was 16 years old. But when they saw the passion in my eyes, they saw the love, they saw how I'm crazy to be an aircraft engineer. Till today, they are the biggest fan. They are the biggest support. Like today, um, I came in the uh, Khalid time uh, cover beach. And I didn't know that they, everyone texted me. Um, my bigger brother, he said, well, you see, I saw you uh, in the petrol station um, because he saw and he kept telling everyone, by the way, she's my sister. Oh. Which is it make me so happy. Yes. Um, when, when you talk about that you make people are proud of you and you make your country and the woman, which a lot of people think like you are cannot be because... I was a person, cannot say one sentence in front of people. I was the worst speaker. I was uh, having always a, a doubt about myself and the confidence it was zero. To change year on year make me so proud and they make them proud of me and support me to continue and continue in this field. Wow. So what, how do you look after yourself after a bad day? What is your stress reliever? Stress reliever, dancing with my both kids. <laughs> uh, to be honest, yeah, I'm a mother that every day dance with my kids before they go to bed. Like uh, before dancing, I, I know it can sound weird. I teach my son like every day we have to do Holy Quran. And um, people say, oh, he's just seven years. And I think like, if you be very near to God and whatever your religion, okay, let's be honest. But as soon you be uh, close to your God, it will make your dream closer. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I do this Holy Quran every day um, with my son and I give him a target like every month, have a dream. 
which is that, you know, for kids to have a small dream, they might have a chocolate or they want a yeah. bicycle. And I showed them that your dream can be true. Like you can collect the money, you can do this and teach him that whatever you dream. And we have this a conversation every day with my son about what he did and what he done. And he's an art person. Like, so he showed me what he done as art and he been, and I show him like from my office, I give him or what I done. We, we have this a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of family, they miss this thing. Like you, as a parent, they usually go back home, they are tired, they are in the phone, they are in their iPad, and they don't want to talk to kids, which when I reach home, I don't want to talk except with them to have this conversation, do our sandwich, and we do the before sleep dancing. And this is make me feel less stress than other, even if I'm working 12 hours or 11 hours driving from Abu Dhabi to Dubai, Dubai to Abu Dhabi. I think it just make me relieve stress and make me happy before I sleep. Yes. That is such a nice way, you know, a nice way to connect and bond with your kids as well. Giving them a real view when you're talking about your stress and when you're you know, giving them a lot of information of what happened as well. It's helping them grow well-informed and nurtured. I think we need to speak with each other, which we miss it right now, not only yes. with the kids, with the family. Like um, That is so true. All, all, it's only we are having 24 hours. And this 24 hours, maybe we sleep six hours minimum or five hours. So still we have only 19 hours. And this 19 hours, you have nine hours to work. So you have 10 hours. And this 10 hours, you have a lot of things to do, eating, praying, um, uh, doing phone calls, a lot of things, let's be honest. So I think we need to prioritize our 24 hours and we don't need to miss that with this busy life, a lot of people, they forget about their parents. So I think we need to prioritize, like I have to call my mom or to visit her, uh, my sister, like this call, even when I'm driving from Abu Dhabi to Dubai, like, okay, let me do this call, let me text them. And I think this is the connecting because we need this connection even after our retirement, the career back and education back, I do believe it's just only a period of time. So you need the support after your retirement. Yeah. And always I try to remind people, all what remain for you, the your repetition, good memories about your career, education, and the family. The rest, it will be disappear. So I think this is three things, try to make people proud and make yourself proud Do you have the three of them. Yes, yeah, that is, you know, it's such a beautiful piece of advice because family relations have moved, you know, so far beyond that everything yes. else is prioritized, yeah, but that. Yes, yes. So what is the best piece of advice anyone has ever given you? Don't stop uh, dreaming, to be honest. Um, I remember, one of my teacher, he told me, you are a person that when you dream about something, you fight for it. Wow. So you will do some good things, which is that when I see my progress in my career, I believe that yes, uh, dream and don't fight for your dream. And this is what I target myself, which each dream, which is it a small or big, small priority, less priority, high priority. And I think this is an advice for everyone. If you can dream and you can achieve, just dream, dream high. So looking back, is there something that you would have done differently? Never, no. never. I love what I've done. Even if it, I did it in wrong way or lesser way, I think uh, we cannot change the past. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I it can help me to do better in the future. Mm-hmm. What is advice you would give your twenty year old self? Twenty years old and back twenty year. Yeah, what is advice you would give? No, back twenty year old. If I will go back when I was twenty, uh, maybe just uh, I would say for myself that you you were you were. the to have the confidence because i was very have less confidence about mm-hmm. myself uh, because people they have um pulling in a way for my look i used to be 100 uh, 160 kg really uh, i was so fat yes oh my god and people they were doing where you are today that yes. is a story in itself to be honest you know people will never take me as um serious as I used to be they were doing fun of me because of my weight about my look I never I told you I never been able to be a good speaker and speak in one sentence. Um I used to have less confidence about myself which is it affect me a lot. Maybe uh, it's affect and and being in some of a project during the university accepting some of uh, work and never be able to answer a question which if I would look to myself now when I was 20 and maybe more than this i said for myself you were to be happy confidence uh have this belief in yourself when i decided to change is because i don't want to stick in a corner in the dark corner and see people they are uh, progressing succeed uh, continue in their life and my life in one corner so yeah. when i decided to change my look it's not for the people it's for suad itself when i started practicing in front of the mirror how to speak to be honest i was zero in english i was not fluent in english so i started practicing reading english book uh, watching english movies trying to speak with the people even i remember when one of the classes uh, our teacher he was wearing a very nice suit so you know when you practice in your mind to say a good sentence in front of the student so rather than i look i told him like uh, sir you look very nice very handsome today i told him uh, loudly like you look like handsome oh so it was i know it was wrong sentence but because you know when your mind is working and you work to to practice the sentence so when i saw all the students laughing at me and he came to me smiling and he removed the flower from his jacket and gave it to me and he said oh i understand what you mean thank you a lot you made my day and from there i understand don't ever laugh at the people even if they do a wrong grammar uh they say the sentence in incorrect way so from there i start practicing more i start to help people to have the confidence in their life even if you were write a sentence is wrong mm-hmm. or you mean differently don't feel shy say i mean this but okay i could then First of all, my first language is Arabic. Uh, another person, maybe they have a French language or English or German. So in the end, we have some mistake even in our own language. Um, yes, I used to have less confidence. I used to be different person. But again, if you want to change, I always advise them: if you want to change in your weight, in your look, in your design, and the way you want to be, make it for yourself. Yes. Don't make it for other. Um, I remember people always say uh eat what you love and wear what people love. I always say wrong. People 
eat what you love, wear what you love, and let people accept it as you love it. Because maybe what is suiting you as a dress, it doesn't suit me. The makeup you put in is different than me, the way. So I think it's wrong sentence to teach our new generation because the way it's copying each other, you see a lot of women because her uncle, the one influencer and one famous person because she buy this bag, she buy this t-shirt directly out of stock, but maybe it doesn't suit you as a person. Yes. So I always say as advice, um, I did it for myself and I succeed on it, that if you want to lose weight, lose it because of you and for your health. If you want to wear something, wear it for yourself. If you like to eat something, eat it for yourself and let people accept you as you. Yeah. They will love you as a person, not as what they love to be, you, you have to be. Yeah. So yeah, this is, I, I used to be, and I, I said for myself always that, thanks God that I changed for Suad who were and 20 years ago. How much can you uh, look for validation unless you validate yourself, right? Yes. There are so many people with different views. You cannot cater to all of them. You'd rather have them accept you for who you are. And, and to be honest, one day all of Life us will be old. Like, I'm not the same person who was 17 and 20 years old. I'm not the same person who was in the university. And the end, when I want to look to myself, how the progress, as I said, what is what meant for us, our reputation, our achievement, and our... Um, what we change in this world and our family, the family will love you as whatever you are. You yeah. are old, exactly. young, child, crazy, sick, or whatever. So I think be happy what you want to be happy with. So don't judge yourself because you did mistake or you are depressed or you are not happy. We all emotionally we pass in different things. So I think this is the right time that we love ourselves correctly. Yeah. And it's a good thing you said your sir came and gave you his flower. That boosted your confidence, you know, even if your classmates... Because he made, uh, yeah, I remember with the classmate, everyone, they were very quiet because he do understand what I want to say. And he appreciated because sometimes we need to do good things to stranger. Like I remember one day I was, my sister, she was in the hospital and I went to buy a coffee. Behind me, I saw a lady, I don't know her. Uh, she was from Philippines, I think. And she was, you know, feeling pain with her feet. So when I look at her, I said, oh, is it a long day? And she said, yeah, I was in depression for seven, eight hours. I didn't have time to have my breakfast. So I come to have a coffee. And she sa- I said, do you love strong coffee? And she said, yeah. I said, I guess it's a flat white. And she said, oh, you know about the coffee? I said, let me buy for you a coffee. Which is it when I turn, I give her the coffee, her tears was down. And she said, for me, you made my day. And I remember the teacher when he gave me the flower. Sometimes you need to make the day for the people. Just a flower, cup of coffee, a good word. Maybe you put a note for a person you don't know, make them a smile. And and this is repeat to to come back to you with the positive vibes. Um, I think we need those positive vibes, especially now with the situation of Mm -hmm. COVID. We miss the real happiness in our life. Everyone, we are talking about the virus, about the disease, how many people get infection, how many good people they are getting in the hospital. Let's not forget how many people are vaccinated. (laughs) And and, and the funny thing is what you mean, which one is your vaccination? And we miss the real life. We have four months to to 2021 to be over. And when you think about it, like yesterday, we celebrate the, the new year. 
which I'm saying, enjoy the current day by day. And yeah, plan for the future, but today we have to enjoy it. So this is, I think we need to focus right now, yeah. So quickly, you know, while we are on it, how was your weight? How has your weight loss journey been? How was it? I changed my, the way I'm eating, the habit of eating. I start to avoid the from fat food, walking every day. Yes, it take me one year and a half to lose uh, 60 kg to reach 100. But wow. I think this is the right time to focus. Don't take it very fast. Try to focus what your requirement, go to the doctor, see what's real requirement. Because even if you will go for plastic surgery, again, you will gain weight if you will go to the bad habit. Mm-hmm. I think you're focusing the lifestyle. on your right. And the lifestyle, it should be healthy, funny, and take one day break. You can eat sweet, you can do, do eat whatever you like. And I think this is the habit, changing the habit for yourself. Wow, and that's definitely a long journey and to see how you are today. Thanks, so, you know, what, one thing that has been consistent while we were speaking is how blessed we are to be in UAE, in this part of the world. This is a land of opportunity. That, so what is the one thing that you would love to give back to United Arab Emirates? And everything I'm trying to do, I'm trying to make the image of the Emirati woman and the name of UAE higher and higher, um, either through the social media, either through the conference I'm attending in UAE or outside of UAE. And I, as a, 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 a citizen and a local and a person, my heart and my emotion always with UAE, I'm trying to make our country proud of us and give at least 10%, 5% of what they give it to us. We are blessed to be in this country as, as um, this many years. And I'm teaching my children how to be thankful and proud that they are in this country. So this is what I'm trying to do. What is your piece of advice to the uh, upcoming generation of female leaders? Have a confidence, have the faith, believe in yourself. Don't listen to the people that you cannot. If you feel that you are so passionate about any major, not in the aviation industry only, and you cannot live without it, follow your dream and you will succeed. And the people who were rejecting, they will accept it and they will come near you. So this is my advice. And, you know, this is the best place to be to realize all your dreams. Yes, yes. it should be. Thank you so much for your time, Suad, today. It was thank, thank you, you so much thank for you sharing so your journey with us. It was absolutely inspirational. And I wish and I hope you continue to be the awesome inspiration that you are. That's my pleasure. Thanks a lot for this interview. Thank God you. Bless you. Thank you thank so you. much. Stay safe. Bye. Don't forget to drop in your comments and suggestions on this podcast. There are so many more stories out there just waiting to be told. So make sure you have subscribed to Chat Me Up.